Hey, hey, everybody. Hi. Hi, Hi, pod world. What's up? Welcome to our Better Already podcast, where we try to make each other and you feel better already about living through a global pandemic. Frig. Just for example. You're welcome. (laughs) We're better already now. There's no place I'd rather be than right here and now. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Shannon. I'm not going to say, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. I'm actually really good. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm in my living room and my dog is got just the back of her head tilted over the back of the couch to look at me. And it's honestly the cutest thing ever. It's it's just ridiculous. It's <laughs> killing me how cute she looks right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big dog person. Sorry, everybody. Go ahead. Welcome to our Better Already podcast. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to everybody listening. Thank you again for another great week of reviews and downloads and subscribes. It means so much to us. It's like having a small business, like a little cafe or something, and then someone comes in and buys like a scone and you're just still so excited because it's so new. Do you feel that way? I do. Yeah. It's incredibly sweet hearing from people. And my husband and I, I don't know if everyone knows, used to run businesses like brick and mortar bars and restaurants. And it kind of like in the beginning, everything feels big and like a big deal and then it wears off. So I'm loving that we're still in the big deal excitement phase because it's like the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. When I met Shannon, uh, she and Sean were doing all these things. And honestly, their businesses provided some of the happiest times in my life. Uh-huh. Do you want to share the businesses that you and Sean owned and talk about them at all? You know, yes. Okay. So we owned the Dakota. Really, Sean, my husband, he started with two other business partners and then ha- no longer had business partners. Then he was on his own and it became a lot. So after our second baby, when I didn't go back to my prior career, mm-hmm. I helped him for a number of years until we eventually sold that business in 2018, maybe 2019. I can't remember. Time flies by. But quite a few years ago now, we sold it. And that is his brainchild. That is probably in his career what he is the most known for. The Dakota Tavern? Yes. Which was in downtown Toronto on Ossington. It still is. We just don't own it. Yeah, it was a really, really fun place. Great times there before I even knew these two. And it's funny because my husband is cool and people know that. People recognize him and talk to him and he has so many friends on social media for whatever that's worth and people know him and then (laughs) don't know me in the same way. So I was like the person behind the curtain, you know, like doing payroll and ordering bacon and things like that. Not as glamorous. And then we had a second restaurant that I don't really want to talk about because I have major PTSD from that era of my life. And then recently, up until very recently, we sold our third and final business, which was is still called The Hayloft in Prince Edward County. We lived up there with our family for six years and ran this seasonal business. Of course, not this past summer because of the Rona, but we have sold it actually. And my husband is still helping them make the business a success. So that is still there. So we've had some amazing memories, like living on the same property as this grand old barn where big concerts were held. Uh, Lots of fun, lots of memories. So happy that it's in the rear view mirror. Mm -hmm. So happy, but Mm. not regret that we did it. I do not regret at all. 
but it becomes almost impossible to to become like a true just maintain small entrepreneurship props to all y'all that are doing that. Yeah, I agree. We were over a decade, 14 years we did it. And some days I'm not being facetious. I think it's a miracle we are not bankrupt. It's a miracle we're not divorced. It's a miracle neither of us are dead. (laughs) It's just... It was a lot. Just while you were talking, I won't stay on this, but that's fine. I'm just thinking about, you know, entrepreneurial spirit. You once, you know, talked about Maddie Nell's entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. And one of the things is that you're both so creative and you're creators, right? I remember the most happy, fun time was for me was creating the vintage store. That was such a wonderful little era in my life. But once it was up and running and Mm. functioning and the gears were turning, I was ready to move on to something new. And I think that that's maybe his and your gift or little Midas touches to create things. And you're maybe not supposed to carry on with them. No, I, I do think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think people don't talk about it enough. I think there's a book, movie, something in that idea, podcast, perhaps. Entrepreneurial spirit people and true business, like CFO people, are not the same people, right? And the entrepreneurs, I can say, my husband is much more this than me, but they don't care about the tiny, tiny details like, oh, we should buy this because it's a little bit cheaper. Whereas if it's like that other option is the cooler, better, vibier, <laughs> like then you've got to do that because that's how you make the money is creating the vibe, right? They don't mix very well. And my husband has often said, I wish I could just sell the ideas, give the ideas, help yeah. help get started. And that that's truly kind of where his career has headed. So it took 15 years, but He is truly now on a path. People call him and say, oh, I have this project or, oh, can you help me launch this? And so you got to put in the grunt work and lay the foundation to prove who you are. And then eventually your paycheck will come from outside sources. But it's very hard when you're responsible for your own pay. That's all I'll say on that. Very, very hard to prioritize yourself, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The best relief of my life in all aspects are the days that we've sold. Each of those businesses have been probably some of the happiest moments of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It can be like a closing night too for an actor Uh, on a long run. You know, the dreaded long run. I mean, the actors who work at the Stratford Festival, they're used to that. They're in rep and they're doing usually two to three shows. So it keeps it interesting. But for me, the more, uh, the longer I've been in acting, the, the closer I am to wanting to just create the show, rehearse the show, especially if it's, um, a creation project, which means you're writing the words as well. Cool. And then hand it over. The first time I really got to do that was two years ago. I actually wrote the play with somebody and watched actors rehearse it. And I was like, I'm comfortable with this. Yes. So cool. Yeah. And then it was so much fun to go in and sit and watch the play every once in a while, be with the audience. But acting, it's it's not a grind. Like, I don't want to say that, but this regularity of doing something every day. I mean, obviously, it's such a rich, rich practice. But 300 shows later, I think I did 340 shows once of one particular show. Ugh, that sounds yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it didn't end well. Like, it, it, I was a wreck by the end of it. Yeah. I, I, I do appreciate that aspect. And, Every career, every job, I mean, obviously we all know the notion of you pick one job or career and do it till you die. That is not how we live anymore. You are always learning and evolving and being like, oh, picking apart the little 
parts of the jobs that were like, yep, yep, makes sense, makes sense. And then eventually, hopefully being brave enough to shed off the parts that don't work because you only got one life, people. One. Mm -hmm. One. Mm -hmm. So let's dig in. Like, what's going on in your life? How are you? Let's dig into what's happening in the here and now. Okay. I got an email last night around eight o'clock. I was opening up my computer to do my before bed stretching video. And I thought, oh, I'll just check my email. So stupid because sometimes, you know, that can explode. But it was a letter from, I think, the Board of Education saying that they had finally received word. It said, sorry for emailing you so late on a Friday. We have just received word that teachers will be receiving their vaccinations. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Teachers and childcare workers. So like daycare centers and all the different facilities that take care of children. It's not just schools will be prioritized. I was speechless. What a Absolutely relief. speechless. You know what? I didn't even know that. I just thought it would be a given. Mm. But no, you'd never been instructed on where, where you sat in the priority. It hadn't been on the news. It was all, they're talking about, you know, the elderly over 80, over 70, over 60. Like that was what I heard that it, they were ranking it by age and then by pre-existing conditions. So like pregnant women, people with underlying health concerns, I'm fine with all of that. Frontline healthcare workers, I'm fine with all of that, obviously. But yeah, I hadn't heard any mention. And I actually retweeted, I saw a tweet from Joe Biden saying something to the effect that he would be prioritizing teachers as essential workers to get these vaccinations. And I know things are different in the States for a million different reasons. I just didn't think it would come here. I, I just, I really, I couldn't believe it. I didn't know it was in the works. And then when they said, as soon as April, and we intend for you to be done vaccinations by June. Yeah. I w- I just thought, April is a month away. Like, it's already March. Yeah. Like, as soon as 30 days from now, we could be getting our shots? Yeah. I don't want to get my hopes too high because these things tend to sometimes fall apart or get delayed. But on the note of vaccinations, okay, so I am good. I, I am better than I have been the past probably two times that we recorded my husband has been holding down the fort and he was like laughing. I don't know how it came up, but he's, I, oh, he said the other, yesterday, he's like, oh, I took Wyatt's iPad to get the screen repaired. And then, you know, I took the dog to High Park and I had two meetings and I, you know, he was just listing all the things he did and he's been keeping the house really tidy. And I said, whoa, like, are you the productive one now out of the two of us? Like, are, <laughs> is this like what? And he laughed and he's like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, for the past two weeks, you've just walked around the house and dropped things and asked everyone where your AirPods are. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I have been like a little bit zombie-like and part of that is my period, but part of it is truly in reflection. I had at different points, five or six kids, students out for different levels of coronavirus. One was like a Toronto health quarantine, two were symptoms, three were possible exposures. They're all fine. Everybody's fine, but it does weigh on you. Yeah. Coming in and out and waiting to find out if these kids are coming back and getting their tests. And it's stressful to think about the students getting their tests. So that was a part of it. Yeah. The constant what is today going to bring? Yeah. So I think actually, I know that working with a vaccine and knowing that the vaccine ahead brings me a lot of confidence, like a lot of stability, knowing that once we have the vaccines, they hopefully probably won't pull us back into virtual because ostensibly we'll be protected. Yeah. So it feels good. Yeah. No, it feels good. And I did get word about a week ago that my mom is in line as well. Mm. So it was this moment of light 
mm-hmm. at the end of the tunnel, what I hear and believe is that there's going to suddenly be an abundance of vaccines available because they keep approving new ones almost daily, it seems. It does seem that way. I'm just hearing like, you know, rumblings in the bushes. Oh, yeah, my mom got it. And all the seniors in this care home have been. I just have a feeling that it's going to be like a friend of mine said, like the snow melting. It seems like it takes forever. And then suddenly it's gone. Yeah, suddenly it's sunny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be how quickly, hopefully, people are getting vaccinated. But what I wanted to tell you, because mm-hmm. uh, we, in the second, third of February, which was our last episode, we, so we shared a lot and there were a lot of hard feelings and I had a lot of hard feelings on myself. But one of the things I want to tell you about Shannon is I finally called my doctor's office okay. and said, I've got this thing that I have not told you about. I haven't told anybody about. I'm, oh my God, I've, what? I've Googled it. I'm pretty sure it's completely normal. I've been avoiding going in to get it checked out. My top excuse is I just don't want to unnecessarily have to go visit with a healthcare worker if I don't need to. But underlying that was, well, I know it's true because when I went in there, the nurse practitioner who I fucking adore and love and has this blog about skincare and she's absolutely amazing. She said to me, she was like, you haven't had your blood tested for six years. Oh my, that is a long time. I know. And I was like, well, it's not, I haven't really been avoiding it. I, I just, I've been taking care of other people. Maybe I've been avoiding it. And then this thing has been kind of creeping in like. <sighs> Say it. What is it? What's going on? Well, I, I sometimes when my, when my, I'm having mental health issues. I start to imagine myself that I am my dad and I have all of the health issues that he has, you know, and and I'm a woman who takes care of a woman who has, you know, memory issues. And my grandmother did, and we've talked about that, Alzheimer's and dementia. And um, so what's what it was a really big deal that I actually made that phone call to get your blood work. Yeah. Because that just came up and I mean, it didn't, I knew it was going to happen because I, yeah, they love taking blood. Doctors are like blood, like that's their, that's their go-to, right? Yeah. And she checked out my thing and she was like, oh no, that she said, well, book an ultrasound, but that's what exactly what you think it is. Is it in your breast? No, no, but I've been through that. I've been through that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And so actually, do you remember, do you remember I called you a long time ago and I was telling you how much pain I had in my boob and you had a cyst too. And we had this whole conversation about why can't we get anybody to help us? Yes, why yeah. Why is it acceptable that women are in pain, pain. Their boobs are in pain? Yeah. And aside from getting like a biopsy or sucking it out. Anyway, I do have to get yearly breast checks and, and I did have a kind of a scare, but it all worked out and that's okay. But it's just, it's the time of my life. I have, you know, I just sent my poop in the mail last year. <laughs> I got this, literally this thing in the mail. I know exactly. Thank God. They make it really easy. Yeah. Yeah. They go, here, do this, do that, send it off, colon check. But I, yeah, I was relieved. It's, I'm not going to talk about it, but it's, it's like a normal thing. And by the way, it is related to being a woman and giving birth. <laughs> it's oh. just one of those, it's just one of those side effects that happens. Your uterus is falling out or something sexy <laughs> no. like that. No. <laughs> Prolapse. Uterus. Prolapse. No, 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 no. But, um, and the other thing is, in, in preparation for going in, I stopped drinking. 
And I haven't done oh, that since yes. the pandemic began. And I thought about you because last episode, or I don't know if it was after you said, I'm only having one glass of wine on Friday. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So I was inspired by that. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to tell her, but here I am being sober and not drinking wine for like three nights. Amazing. And just in kind of kinship camaraderie with Shannon. <laughs> and anyway, hallelujah, my blood test came back. And I love this. The new people working at the office, things have shifted since the pandemic. Some really good things have been put in place. I agree. They actually called me with good news. Who does that? She said, hey, Kelly, just wanted to let you know, your blood test, everything came back fine. You don't have any issues with cholesterol, which I was worried about. And also there's diabetes in my family. There's no issues there. And also you're good. You're not going to have any cardiovascular issues for the next 10 years. Oh, wow. That's a good big guarantee. <laughs> I know. I'm like, hey, my blood is good. I am healthy. I'm okay. And if I'm not okay and there is something that gets found, I will be strong and deal with it. But I'm a healthy woman and I need to stop telling myself yes. that I'm not, you know, and that I'm not my parents. Amen to that. Because it becomes your reality. What you yeah. focus on expands. What you focus on expands. What you focus on expands. Yeah. And if you try to hide it from yourself mm. and also the sobriety thing I wanted to tell you, I did great. Yeah. The, I thought it was going to be fucking possible. Me too. I was so, so worried about not hitting that glass of wine while making dinner or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just realized there's a really difficult point between like five and six o'clock okay, you've done this before. What are you going to do? And I made myself, I normally don't put milk in my coffee. I drink bullets. Yeah, I love that idea. I went, no, I made myself a decaf latte with Maddie Nell's homo milk. And it was this treat and it got me through that. And then all of a sudden I spent the rest of the night, we watched The Martian based on oh, your recommendation yeah. mm -hmm. and loved it. And we also, just because I'm just more, I'm not like drinking wine and walking around the house doing laundry. Like I just, hung out with Maddie Nell a bit more and was more present and less sleepy. You know what I mean? Yes. I know exactly what you mean. It was, it was good. And while we're, I'm going to hand it over to you in a second, but I did want to put a little recommendation out there. There's a new thing on Netflix and it's called, uh, it's called Headspace, the meditation show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've seen it. I've not watched it, but I've seen the thing. With this guy, Andy narrating it. And it's beautiful. Uh, my therapist recommended that I have a look at it with Maddie Nell. Mm. The graphic art, he talks you through meditation in a way that makes it like, you don't have to be sitting cross-legged and doing, you know, the breathing technique that I do. You don't need this. You don't need that. And just, you know what, listen to my voice and close your eyes if you want. But if you don't, which Maddie Nell didn't, there's this incredible graphic that he does. Cool. And, and we both chilled, man, and went to bed on time was good. So lot so there's a big there's a big happy healthy suite of the week. Those are a lot of wins. Those are a lot of wins. Holy. Yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a really Holy good week. Holy guacamole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if anyone doesn't know what Netflix is, just listen to last week's episode because we give a very thorough <laughs> description of what it is and where to find it. <laughs> Netflix with an X, which Shannon has been saying that since she told me about it. And actually, when I listened back, it was $4.99 back then. It wasn't $8.99. Oh it was $4.99 to get Netflix with an X. Life 
sucks these days. Netflix uh, is like twenty one ninety nine now because um, we have four screens because we all have to be able to watch it at different times. So, <laughs> yeah. so stupid. Uh, on that note of money, though, I did I did finally call my cell phone provider. I'm not saying their name because I don't need any advertising dollars. And our podcast has a lot of cachet, so I'm not gonna say that. They I called them and whittled my bill down. So that always feels good. I make a point to call like probably every six to eight months and haggle. And I always get a little bit of money knocked off because it climbs back up. They take it off. They find a way to climb back up, take it off, climb back up, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did that hot tip right there. So talking about wine and alcohol. Okay. So part of why I did it was, uh, I think I've talked about this, my health plateau. So I am very fit but I can't lose any weight. Like the scale doesn't move anymore. And there's a million reasons for that. It's not all about the scale. It's not, it's a hundred percent not. However, (laughs) I was like, why hasn't it? And that requires a little bit of exploration. So what is it? Is it Mm -hmm. your sleep? Is it that you're retaining water? You know, there's a million things. Are all your organs functioning properly? Is your body hoarding something somewhere? Mm -hmm. And really the easiest conclusion for me to come to was sugar. Girlfriend mm-hmm. needs to eat healthy all day long, not just until 6 p.m., which is kind of the rut I had got into, which is like the worst possible day, time of day to like binge. So yeah. that is why I stopped with the wine partially initially because of the sugar. So I'm like, I'm just loading up my body with all these carbs and sugar right before bed, which is basically tearing down all the good work I did all day long on my body. That was part of it. And then I, did that. And I've also realized the amazing benefits of sleeping better and waking up more awake. Hmm. So I've always been waking up this whole time through the pandemic, through it all, through the drinking, not drinking, jobs, no jobs. I wake up early. But now I actually wake up earlier even and more awake. So that has been a huge takeaway for me because my the minutes in my day are very precious and very planned and organized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I can gain 20 actual minutes of work or clarity, for me, that is worth a glass of wine. But everybody has to come to the conclusion on their own. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's the positive of the less you drink, the less you need to drink. So instead of having three glasses to feel like sleepy or like get that the point of drinking, right? Like the nice, fuzzy, warm feeling. Maybe you only need to have one once a week, you know? Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm not telling you what to do. I don't, I think everybody has to make their own decisions. So I, and I also think we as humans, we work in cycles. So there'll be, there's cycles in your relationship where maybe the sex is really good. Then there's cycles where you're not getting along, or maybe there's cycles where you're drinking more. Then there's cycles where you're super focused and working. And it's it's just gaining the mindfulness to know when it's time. And, and also, I haven't tried that for a while. I should try that for a while. I should try cutting out the sugar. I should try less drinking. But there's no, trust me, literally, I did not go a day since March 13th or whatever, 2020. There was not a single day I didn't have a glass of wine. Like I am. Not, yeah. Like, no, I think I was right there with you for sure. I, I, and and to just get through that first day, and I was I was like imagining horrible withdrawal, lack of sleep, mm-hmm. and that can happen. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen, right? It didn't happen, and I didn't have sugar cravings. And this walking around the lake every day or the river here, people call it a lake. It's kind of a joke. It's not a lake um, <laughs> in Stratford. Uh, so yeah, I was sort of tracking what you were doing with sugar on 
social media at the same time that I was, you know, enjoying these nights of sobriety. And then Maddie now went to her dad's house and I went over and I visited with my mom. She whipped out the family photos, which was another suite. Amazing. Yeah. On my Instagram, you can see this darling picture of my grandparents. And it turns out they, it was the day they were married on New Year's Eve. So beautiful. And, uh, and I was drinking wine with her and yeah, I was like, you know what, Kelly, like, let's put in a bit of a program. Like, let's, because it did not feel good. I will still drink wine. Um, like, I had of a course. couple of glasses last night, but that's the thing is I had a couple of glasses yeah, last night. Yeah, not the whole fucking bottle. Yeah. And uh, aren't you so excited, like, so excited for the potential of going out to a nice dinner and just having a nice glass of wine in the proper atmosphere, not just on your garbage couch drinking Netflix with an X, you know, like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and garbage couches, unique to my home, perhaps. But um, <laughs> I'm not saying you have a garbage couch, but kind of do. I do kind of have. Uh, yeah, no, I. Um, although it's weird, I'm becoming more frugal. Like I'm suddenly spending less and enjoying saving. Oh, I was thinking that while you said that. Oh my god, when I when you said that, I was also thinking. The last time we went to the LCBO, it was $200. Yeah. We weren't having a party. <laughs> it was just like like a grocery run, yeah. you know? And so Sean said too, he's like, wow, because we also have gotten a little bit into the saving mindset because when you yeah. can't go out and you can't, you know, fritter your money away. I'm a big fritterer of money, throwing it away. Me too. Yeah. And we have started a savings account. Have I talked about this? A savings account for a vacation yeah. that we're going to take when all this bullshit's done. <laughs> That money can be better used. Like that money can be a dinner on the beach in the Bahamas. Like, yes, please. I mean, yes. And when you said, can't you wait to go for dinner and all that? Because I I just immediately imagined myself sitting across from you. Yeah. At the Royal York in our bathrobes. Mm. (laughs) Room service. Fuck room service. We're going to sit in a fucking dining room. like Oh, in like a glittery dress. Like all these women will just be going out in like gowns, New Year's dresses. I think people are going to go crazy. Oh my God. People are going to go It's going to be like the 20s. It's going to be the roaring 20s where where all this money we saved, we're going to like blow it all in one night. Go to Vegas. (gasps) Or just the feeling, the energy, the the energy, the energy of being with other people. I, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I'm very social though. I like love being around people. So my husband, I think is going to be in a lot of turmoil the first little bit of time. Cause he like does concerts and events, tons of people all the time, sweaty, full rooms. So I think that he'll have a harder time, but it'll feel great. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. He'll have been vaccinated too. Right. So that will hopefully make everybody feel safer. Yeah, it's fine. And it's it's funny because it feels, I hope it's not a trick. I hope the universe is not tricking us, but it feels like things are coming back to normal a little bit. You know, the sun is shining, the phones are ringing, <laughs> things are happening. So I just hope that we don't get the wool pulled over our eyes or whatever that saying yeah, is. Yeah. We're hoping for that this light that we see coming down. It, it is. It's coming. The light at the end of the tunnel is coming. The vaccinations are coming. It is going to be better. It is. Yeah. It's going to be better, everybody. We're going to all start feeling a little happier. There's going to be a few tears, a few like post-trauma tears, but post-trauma, yeah. We're going to be really appreciating each other. And I'm feeling emotional about that right now. So, hi. 
We just wanted to take a second to talk about a service that might be helpful to you or someone who you care about. Did you know if you are a woman experiencing abuse, there is someone you can reach out to anytime, day or night? Here in Stratford, Optimism Place Women's Shelter and Support Services offers first-stage housing, safety planning, legal support, and referral services for women and those who identify as women. Shelters across Canada have experienced waves of an increased need for domestic violence services throughout the pandemic and lockdowns. They worry for women affected by violence and who are affected by economic and job loss, backed-up court systems, and less social supports available to them. If you want support, information, or referrals, you can call a shelter just to talk. And most shelters have staff available 24-7 to answer your call. You do not need to stay in a shelter to get help, although they are there for you if you do. Sheltersafe.ca is an online resource for women and their children seeking safety from violence and abuse. The online clickable map on the ShelterSafe website serves as a quick resource to connect women with the nearest shelter that can offer safety, hope, and support. This resource is for women directly impacted by violence, as well as for their concerned friends, family, colleagues, and employers. ShelterSafe.ca is an initiative of Women's Shelters Canada. Go to sheltersafe.ca to find out about services near you. If you live in the Stratford area, please call the crisis line at Optimism Place. Their 24-hour crisis number is 519-271-5550. And now, back to the podcast. Anyway, do we want to, do you have any uh, sweets or sours or recommendations? Have you got anything else going on, Shannon, that you wanted to share today? I do. I do have a recommendation and I do have a sour. So okay. I just don't want to put them back to back in bad taste. Okay. Okay. Um, so maybe, you know what? I think I'll skip my recommendation. I'll save it for next week. Okay. And I wanted to take a minute um, to share my sour, if that's okay. Please. Yeah. Um, I lost a friend this week. And her name was Katie, and um, she's a mom and a businesswoman, so smart. Um, I worked with her for a number of years. She actually hired me at a job, and just the world sucks sometimes. It wasn't due to coronavirus. Um, She had cancer, and she has a little boy. And so I just wanted to acknowledge her publicly. Say, I'm so sorry, Katie. I'm sorry that the universe let you down. I'm sorry that your little boy lost you. Nobody deserves this. And a bunch of us are going to get together tonight virtually and talk about you and reminisce you. And we won't forget you, Katie. You were such a... Such a positive force in all of our lives. So funny, so smart. And um, I love you, Katie. I'm so sorry, Shannon. Yeah, thanks. I just, um, I know that she would have liked this podcast. She never got to hear it. And I know that, you know, she would have fit in with anyone that's listening. She was the type of person that would have, you all would have liked. And yeah. just a really amazing story, really amazing person. 
I don't know if I ever worked with anyone in the hospitality industry as smart as her. Like we would constantly say, why do you even work here? Like you're so fucking smart. Like get out of here. Um, (laughs) Like we don't, none of, none of these people in this building deserve to have your level of tolerance. Um, So yeah, it, it was just, it was just sad. Just sometimes sad, horrible, unexplainable things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Shannon. I don't know what else to say. No, Uh, there's nothing else to say. I just wanted to give her a little love publicly in the world in any way you can. And, you know, it's a weird time. Like we can't have Mm -hmm. wakes and we can't have funerals even and all these things. And so um, we are going to get together, the staff tonight and have a Zoom. And so that'll be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good for all of you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sorry, tough, tough act to follow. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. And I just, I just think like, you know, people, even in all the pandemic stuff, like weird, horrible life shit is still going on. And it just sometimes yeah. makes it all the more harder. I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't lost a friend, luckily, um, during this whole time. And you realize like, you want to hug the people that knew them, you know, you want to like go over somewhere and hug them and cry with them and have cheers with them. And it's not about me. It's not about the people left behind. My God, like it's worse for her and the family, but you also, it shines a light on exactly all the things that this pandemic has taken away from all of us. Yeah. 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 All the people who (sighs) lost people to Mm -hmm. coronavirus or to other things and had these we're we're not able to mourn and grieve mm-hmm. together in a way that yeah and, and and hopefully there will be time to honor everybody that we've lost yeah yeah cuz there has been a lot of loss this year for sure yeah so well thank you for telling me about Katie yeah you're and welcome. um and I will be thinking about her for the rest of the day and appreciating you know, mm. our good health. Yeah, it's true. And our kids and our family. Um, boy. Whew. Okay. I know. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't really give a TV show recommendation and then segue into this. So I'll leave mm. my recommendation for next week. Something to look forward to. Yeah. I just want to send love out to everybody and including you, Kelly. You I think we've turned a corner. Both our moods are much improved this week. So hopefully yeah. that's the same for everyone out there listening. Yeah. Hopefully we, we got through that. Um, I don't know if this is okay, but yeah, we did get somebody wrote in with a sweet. Oh, yeah. Tell us, <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us. Yeah. So not somebody. It's Kaya in this very close circle of fans and friends of this podcast. So Kaya, who I, I kind of shouted out to before. So anyway. It's self-explanatory. She wrote, she said, it's okay to read this. Great. I just listened to this week's podcast. You guys made me happy cry with your shout out to me. (laughs) Thanks so much. It made my day. There's something about hearing a friend say your name because we're friends now, right? Ha ha. (laughs) And then there's a smiley blushy emoji. And yes, we are. We are. Everybody who's listening to this and enjoying this, we're all a circle of friends. Mm -hmm. We are. Also, I have to say, last week when I finished listening to the podcast, I felt sad when it finished because it felt like the end of a sweet visit with friends. Uh Aww. 
Isn't that nice? This feeling made me realize I needed some friend time and encouraged me to connect with a dear friend for a chat, and it filled my heart cup. Yes. Yes. I'm loving this podcast. Thanks so much for doing it. Uh, BTW, by the way. I told my partner. <laughs> Thanks for that, with- Kelly. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but I, people send me those and I don't know what they mean. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, BTW, I told my partner about sweets and sours, and now he asks me most days to share mine Aww. and I his. It's such a great tool for checking in. So that's my sweet for today. Thanks again. Have a great week. Yay. Hearts. Yeah. And a little conch. I think she put in like a conch shell and a heart. No, it's a – no, it's like a shooting – uh, star. Anyway, a thanks, conch Kaya. shell. Yeah, I'm sure she gave us a conch shell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dark here in my pod studio. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It means a lot. And um, it, it just means a lot when you take the time. And we are working on well, upcoming, we're going to be guests on another person's podcast show, Michelle File Show. Yeah. And then we are going to have a guest on our show uh, in the coming weeks. Totally mm-hmm. different, total departure. It may or may not be a completely different gender. <laughs> we're really going out on a limb, bringing the male voice into our podcast. So yeah. we are super excited about that. We have so many things. So if you have ideas, tell us too, because trust me, Kelly and I are totally open. We would love to hear what you want to hear. So let us know. Okay. And you can do that on where? Facebook, Instagram, Better Already Podcast, or you can email us betterreadypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. Those are all the places. Uh, yeah. So thanks, everybody. Be well. Let's keep moving towards the the sunshine and the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, and we'll check in with you next week. And lots of love. Okay. We love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you, Shannon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah.